Today is Monday, and uh, in the Gospel of St. Luke, we read that the Lord was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there. Poor woman has been for 18 years, she was possessed by a spirit that left her enfeebled. She was bent down and quite unable to stand upright. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are rid of your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her. The Lord cured her. At once she straightened up and she glorified God. This time, you see, this woman was not asking for anything. It was Jesus' initiative. He saw her. And just seeing her was enough for Jesus to perform the miracle. St. Luke says, at once. St. Luke liked very much to repeat that word, at once. Very often he repeated, the only evangelist that says there, Karachrema Anor She At once she, she stood up. Well, now we see the attitude of the, <clears throat> the synagogue official. Synagogue official is the, the manager of the synagogue. He was not a priest. He was a general manager. He kept order in everything. He had to decide who speaks, who doesn't speak. He was indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he addressed the people, telling them, look, you have six days. You could have chosen another day, not on Sabbath. There you have the two sides. Jesus, who does not wait to be told to please perform the miracle. And then the opposite is the synagogue official, who was indignant because a person has been cured. He put the Sabbath above any other commandment of charity. Jesus answered, hypocrites, is there one of you who does not untie his ox or his donkey from, from the manger on the Sabbath and take it out for watering? And this woman had been sick. It's not right to untie her bonds on the Sabbath day. So the Lord uh, begins showing the custom to feed the animal, even if it's Sabbath, no? Well, much more this, a fortiori. We see it say nowadays in the in among the Jews there was also this this figure uh, that that we say a fortiori they call it in Hebrew kal wahomer that is is light and the heavy that is an exception of the law is allowed for to feed the animal well much more for human beings the Lord curing that woman. 
was his initiative. Nothing that happens to you is indifferent for him. He's never indifferent to anything that happens to you. He feels the pain and the sickness of all of us, even if we don't ask specifically for it. He decided to kill this woman, and in doing so, he gives us one more token of his compassion and mercy. With this miracle, we see what is in the heart of Jesus, always full of mercy. Especially in the Gospel of St. Luke, is, is, it contains many examples of this. He emphasized, he liked to emphasize this feature, this specific attitude of Jesus, always compassionate and merciful with the others. At the same time, he has a heart full of delicate affection, delicate affection, even if we don't deserve it. Jesus shows that delicate affection first towards the, the small group of the disciples, how he is patient with them, but also with all, with the women, with the representative of the Sanhedrin, with the Nicodemus, with the publicans, uh, like Zacchaeus, with the sick, with the healthy with the doctors of the law, with everybody. Still, he had no place to rest, no place to sleep. He was poor and he was concerned for the others. He had nowhere to recline his head. And still, we read in the gospel but he had many friends, very close friends, all of them willing to, to receive Jesus in their houses. He does not take advantage of it. We read in the gospel his compassion with the sick and his pain when he faces people who are ignorant or commit mistakes. He also gets upset when he's a hypocrisy. You see, he's not indifferent to the others. What a great contra contrast we have seen. The attitude of Jesus, full of compassion. The attitude of the synagogue chief. He does not get that this miracle is an indication for all of us, for him too, that the kingdom of God has arrived and that the kingdom of God is being manifested in Jesus. Thy kingdom come. Lord, deal with us also with compassion. Be patient as you always are with us, with our mistakes, even with our sins. The chief of the synagogue does not understand the goodness of Jesus. 
And the joy, the joy of that woman after being suffering during 18 years, finally she has been cured. The contrast between the chief of the synagogue, cold, self-righteous, lacking compassion. He does not know how to go deep into the reality of the events. He does not know how to take that pain of that woman as his own. On the contrary, Jesus. Yes, he condemns the attitude of the Pharisees because they lack the most elementary sense of compassion for the others. How beautiful these passages of the Gospel of St. Luke that show us the essence of God's love, which is compassion and mercy. Compassion means to have the same heart as the other. Merciful refers more on the generosity towards the others. This consideration should lead us, this passage, to first to trust Jesus more and more, to trust him. Sacred heart of Jesus, I trust you. Especially when we see ourselves in need of something in our soul or in our body, something material. So first, to trust Jesus. I think that if, if you ask yourself, is there a point that our Lord dislikes the most? I might say yes. What he dislikes is when he faces a person, one of us, who goes to him not trusting him, doubting him. I don't know, because he's like telling you, I don't know, you're good enough, no? You, I, I don't know, I, I'm not sure that you are as good as, as forgiving me, as to, as to forgive me. Well, think of it. No matter what you have done, you should never miss that point. The Lord is compassionate with those who go to him with sincere heart. He notices us before we think of him, like this woman. He noticed her and cured her without any petition. Second, reading this passage and praying now, bringing us, bringing that passage to our consideration, to our contemplation, should lead us to imitate Jesus as we deal with the others. Jesus is compassionate. I have to be compassionate. Jesus did not wait for this woman to ask him. We have to notice the needs of the others. Person closer to you. Person perhaps under you. Perhaps serving you, 
relatives, persons, anyone, all of them, do I notice the needs of the others? Of course, you have to notice if you can help, if you want to help them, right? You cannot help them at all if you remain aloof. I go my way, I don't care, no? Well, you see how Jesus does exactly the opposite. He notices that this woman was bent down for so many years. We have to imitate Jesus in his attitude towards the others. We cannot go ahead in our life feeling indifferent when we face the pain of the others, when we see that this friend of yours has, is going through a very disgraceful situation, Lord, help us to have a compassionate and merciful heart like that of yours. Lord, make me a copy of you. You like it? I also should like it. You reject that? I should also reject it. You notice pain and want of the others? I should likewise notice it. Not only notice, but act upon it insofar I can. Compassionate. Means, as I say, having the same heart. In Latin, in the original, is misericordioso, full of misericordia. Misericordia, miser, cor. Miser means to have compassion. Cor means heart. To have compassion and, and to have the same heart. That's why when we translate, we have to use two words, compassionate and merciful. In Latin, only one word. Misericordia. It's more expressive. Compassion is a fruit of charity. It's a consequence of loving the neighbor. That compassion should lead us to be one with our neighbor, considering their pain as our pain. Is it there in your heart? Do you feel inclined to offer help, to offer whatever you can do to lessen the pain of that neighbor of yours? And you can find the field of action to use that compassion and mercy in all corners of your life. It's enough for you to open your eyes. Open your eyes. You find so many necessities, calamities. In the physical world, in the physical order, so many people hungry, without a home, washed away by the flood. But also, we had to be compassionate in the intellectual level, people who do not know 
people who do not have formation, so therefore they cannot have a good job, they cannot hardly can make a living to support their families. Am I compassionate perhaps to to endorse activities of formation so that people can make a living? And thirdly, also in the moral order. There are many people without moral formation. They have a confused idea of what is right, what is wrong. Objectively speaking, not what I think or what you think. No, what is, what is the truth, based on the truth about God. Morality is solid. Morality is not flexible. Well, yeah, it's flexible, but it's not uh, rubber uh, that I can accommodate as I wish. No. There are principles in morality. And some people are ignorant, totally. They don't know, or they think they don't know that abortion is wrong. Uh, the matrimony is a man with a woman that uh, and is forever, that is based in love, and so many things. So we also have to feel that compassion, giving formation to the others, not imposing, but giving forma offering formation, offering formation, so that they can make their own mind, they can direct themselves guided by the truth, not by darkness. There are so many other works of mercy we read in the Catechism, the 14th work of mercy. Well, bring this to your prayer. Find your decisions. Imitate Our Lady, who noticed, was the first to notice there was no one. And she, instead of remaining sitting down there, it's not my, my problem. No, she stood up and went to Jesus.